y'all ever doubted we were the best podcast this side of the bell tower, we came in on an off day to get an episode out this week. Hassan, don't talk to me till I've had my coffee, because the Half and Half podcast is going late night tonight. Late night recording, baby. It's fine, I switched coffee half and half. That's what I was saying, yeah. Our logo is a coffee cup. Yeah, yeah. It's currently 8.13 p.m., which for a college student means uh, it's about 7 in the morning. And, um, yeah, it's 8.13 p.m. This is when you go to, like, a food eatery and you just sit there for two hours mm-hmm. and just let everything that's happened to you today just sort of wash over you. Dude, I wish I had two hours to spend thinking about yeah. that. <laughs> to be, so, uh, also, because she's taking the, her test as we record this, Yeah, NC State's, so NC State's physics department does this thing where Every section takes the test together. Not like in the same room, but everyone takes the test the same day at the same time. So they can homogenize the test and you can't really cheat because everyone takes it at the same time. The problem is that test block is at like 7 p.m. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not like 7 a.m., which would be awful. But like it's at a time of day when most people's brains are fried and you're like trying to get homework done. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, here's a test. I mean, I imagine the logic behind it was let's put it in a place that um, no one has classes usually. Yeah, typically you wouldn't, but also it can be very terrible for, um, especially like commuters. You yeah, know? you got to stay on campus a lot later than you like want. to like nine p.m. Yeah, and then you got to dip and drive home after that. Yeah, and night, and after your brain's been fried, exactly. You've probably been studying all night too. Yeah, and I know like it might be like oh well you know sometimes tests don't take the full time. From what I understand, most people take at least most of the time. Most people get out of there at least at, like, 8.45 to 9. Oh, yeah, no, like, um... Because the tests are designed to make you use the entire time. Yeah. Like, it's not like... You know how, like, for finals, like, the professors say, we're not using the entire block if you're oh, yeah, done, yeah. It's, leave. They'll give you the three hours, but it's like, you'll be done in an hour, basically. Yeah, yeah, I think these tests are designed to keep you for that entire block. Oh, yeah, and um, I was going to say, my friend, uh, my friend Leah, shout out Leah, took it last semester. Right. And, like, again, she's, like very smart and has very good like does very well in her classes well she's also doing applied math so she's probably good at math. yeah and it took her like most of the block at least yeah because i've seen these questions even on the practice they're super you, you have to like dissect the question almost before you can even figure out where to go because the questions have so much shit in them yeah it's wild and, yeah i mean if you go to nc state you've heard the horror stories of this physics department I I lived the horrors of it for yeah, a very brief time. Yeah, me and Aiden time. lived it together for a brief yeah. time. And then Aiden <laughs> dipped, and then I also dipped at some yeah. point. And, the, and then he joined me on the dark side of being a statistics major. Yeah, sass. Actually, I heard something that I think you'll relate yeah. to. So I was walking over to the, the recording room, and someone was like, okay, let's see what I got on this test. And he was like, oh, I got an 81. And then he, his friends were there with him. And like, oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah. He's like, that's mediocre. And then one of them was like, Alex, for this class? It's not. <laughs> I was like, you know what? If you if you ever take stat four forty five, oh, learning yep, how to code yep. at eighty one, if you eighty one on a test is a That's blessing. Amazing. That's good. The highest test grade I got in that class was a seventy eight. The averages on the tests are like in the sixties f- and stuff. I mean, I know my first test grade was like a 36 in that class. Yeah. I, saw, I don't know how I passed. I It took a lot. And to be fair, that's one of those classes where it's not poorly taught. The no, content no, no, is just yeah. naturally challenging. Yeah, very. I had They're a, not bad teachers, either of the guys who do it. It's yeah, just, I had a Professor Duggins. He's one of my favorite teachers I've had. Yeah, I have Stalric Wesley. Like, they're cool guys from everything I've heard. It's just the content and the nature of a coding class having multiple choice tests. Terrible. It's Terrible. just a rough time. Apparently, they're, like, completely, like, redoing the SAS certification exam, Yeah, too. because I think for a long time, I think, as an educator, this will matter to you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I guess this can be partly, you know, as usual, we start off with some banter. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's school banter because usually when we record these, it's Friday, and I don't have classes on Friday. And Aiden has like what one? I got one class. Yeah, yeah. so we're Typically, really I'm barely we're not really in the school mode, but like, yeah, you caught us in the middle of the week, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, today was a crazy busy day for me. Yeah, literally, I've been doing stuff since um, nine a.m. this morning. The grind don't stop. Yeah, exactly. This is like the first time I've had any like relaxing time, and it's to entertain y'all. You see how important this is to him? Mm-hmm. You see to yes. us? To us? This family. <laughs> <laughs> I just, for some reason, I just thought of uh, Nicki Minaj's Harriet Tubman thing. What? Do you ever hear that? When she was like uh, on like her beat show after uh, Travis got number one over her. Oh, Astro yeah, World. when she was bitching about how Travis Scott <laughs> was think, using his family. To... Do you think Harriet Tubman wore a bow and like, pink hair when she was taking slaves to freedom? <laughs> it was amazing. It was great. Nicki Minaj is a weird person. Oh, Nicki's. But anyway... <laughs> um, with the education and stuff, I think yeah. it was because I did speech and debate in high school and even in public speaking. Like doing any debate on like standardized testing will always be fascinating. And personally, like I know he's super liberal, but one of my uh, honestly favorite like YouTube videos of all time in that lane is the John Oliver video on standardized mm-hmm. testing. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a very good. Video. It's very good front to back. But I think there's this kind of new movement where like they're changing sort of how they test different subjects mm-hmm. so like i get like just straight up math like a multiple choice test maybe even a free response test like they do with calculus a lot of the time yeah it makes pretty good sense like it fits yeah. the subject yeah. well but like for engineering well certain engineering classes and even with the SAS coding exam like actual application of the skill is not how they're going to oh, test it yeah definitely a lot better than just being like hey what's the error in the code it's like what would this code bring you is a better question you know yeah or like hey if i want a program that does this do it and then, like, give, like, some specifications, like, you know, try and use this, see yeah. if you can use this thing. Because, like, it also mirrors how a lot of, like, certain certain companies, at least I know, like, the really fancy ones hire, like, Google, Apple, Facebook, they put you through rounds of coding and stuff like that. Yeah. So, that would mirror that probably better. But, I mean, I don't know what you do for engineering. I guess depending on the class, like, you know, come up with a circuit, mm-hmm. design a bridge. Like, uh, make them projects maybe more than tests. I was about to say, I think projects are more valuable for an engineer I than I think that's, the why, the, that's why they have a senior yeah. design project. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to say, uh, have you, as a stat major, run into people, like, um, and you, they'll be like, oh, well, what's your major? And then when you say statistics, they, stati- uh, when you say statistics, they immediately tell you that's terrible. Yeah, so. That, that's a constant thing I live with. This happened as early as a <laughs> freshman year. I was still in, like, the comp sci pathway, but I had already kind of made up my, I was already like, I'll probably do the transfer. Yeah. So I went to Charleston over spring break, and we were at this, like, art, sculpture, whatever, relic shop in downtown Charleston. And she asked us what we were all doing, and uh, I was there with Manu. Guest, Shout out Manu. And Arjun, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even Shout Nick, friend of the show, Nick. Nick's friend of the show. I, can, I, yes, consider, him I consider him that, too. Yeah. Um, but so everyone listed off their major. Nick's doing, like, some communications. Manu's a computer science. Arjun's business. Then I said statistics, and he just gave me this look of, like, disgust. Like, mm-hmm. ah, what do you do with that? <laughs> That's my favorite question, too. Yeah. What do you do with that? It's like, well, a lot. I like, mean. Or a little, depending well, on what What I do. think is funny is, like. It, it, for me, it's gone both ways. I've also had people ask me that, and I say that, and they're like, oh, so data science. They make the yeah, jump no, immediately. I've had people, I, they I've, go I've straight. Been like, wow, okay, good. Yeah. They're like, you're doing data science, right? You're going to go do some data management. And I'm like, first of all, 
that's not completely untrue, but I'm like, oh, I like how they just make the, they're like, that's what you're doing, because if you're not doing it, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Data science is a new hot career right now. It is a hot career. Everybody's trying to get into that. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Um, it's like that girl, like, that just sleeps around on the entire football team. But, but the whole football team kit keep hitting it, though. Yeah. Because that's, like, what stat majors keep doing in data science. We just keep hitting it until it's, it's going to run out on us. <laughs> Eventually, those jobs are We're going to all have to up. be fucking accountants again. Yeah. Um, I, I was going to say, um, within my role at IRC, I just constantly, like, meet people and things like that. Right. And, you know, so it comes up in casual conversation. That's, like, like, one of the first things you ask a college yeah, student. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then I was going to say, immediately when I say, like, I'm a stat, I'm a stat math education major, they're like, oh. They kind of look at you like you've made a terrible decision with your life. Yeah. It's like it's not like you yeah, made. But then, then I ask them, it's like, oh, what's your major? And like biology, and I'm like, oh, that's terrible. Why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, and no, I'm not trying to like. We're not. I mean, you major what you major in because you want to. It's your yeah. money, your life. Yeah. But like, I'm not trying to be mean. But like, I don't get it personally because I feel like the hu- I'm not not all humanities. Like maybe like the like gender studies, the cultural degrees. Like well, the it- state got rid of our like women's. Yeah, studies, they cut or- the degree because they didn't yeah. think it was very. I don't think the program was very well. Something there was something about they didn't think the program was structured properly or something. Honestly, um, and I don't mean to generalize. I also don't think they had enough takers anyway. I was gonna say that, and also I bet the alumni donations were poor. Yeah, it's a know? huge part of that yeah, too. Because like again, like I know the SAT program gets like a lot of. It's a small people. program, but it pumps out people who come back with yeah. money. Like Dr. Goodnight. The guy who invented SAS. Yeah. The Good Night Scholarship is literally funded by him, and that yeah. like, gives out, like, a bunch of full rides, so. Yeah. No, but, like, I, no offense. Look, if you're a gender studies major, some of you might be legitimately nice people. When I hear that, the first thing I think about is mm-hmm. someone who works for BuzzFeed. Specifically, <laughs> someone who wrote, who came up with that. Do you remember? I showed you this, that BuzzFeed video where it was, like, women ask men questions. Oh, yeah, that was a fun and one. And they were like, yeah. how does it feel to be the same gender as Donald Trump? I'm like, what? Quote, push a T. I feel great. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's not like there's other men in history that have yeah. done well, but whatever. Yeah. But anyway, my point is... This is like, now NC State's official meninist podcast. Yeah, yeah you dig? Fuck Gillette. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, with Stat Majors, it's weird. I remember I was in a dining hall, and one of the... Uh, Elisa's, like, she does the research thing, so one of her lab people showed up, and yeah. she was like, oh, so I've heard about you or whatever, and, like, you do statistics. And she asked me what I want to do with it. And I was like, well, ideally, I'd like to do, like, sports analytics or whatever. And I gave mm-hmm. my answer. And she's like, oh, that's a lot less lame than I thought it would be. <laughs> Which, well, I mean, it's all about perception around here. I was about to say, I think uh, sports statistics, they, like, consider us, like, the cool nerds, you know? I mean, yeah, but also, if you talk to any lunkhead or anyone who watches First Take or mm-hmm. Pardon the Interruption, they're yeah. like, ah, oh, these analytics people, yeah, yeah. they don't know the eye test. <laughs> I'm personally, I think that sometimes people overuse statistics, but oh, yeah, I also definitely. think, like, to suggest that the eye test is better than, like, <laughs> numerical tests is just dumb. Because, here's the thing, right? Yeah. You could make an argument, right? Like, from, a, from like, a visual standpoint, Russell Westbrook is really impressive to look at. Yeah. But his numbers, unfortunately, have been pretty bad lately. Yeah. He's shooting 13 for 37 so far in the playoffs right now. (laughs) And part of it isn't his fault because the Thunder have no shooters out there because Paul George's shoulder is busted. It's it's all Russell right now. So if Russell drives, there's no room. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. My point is, is like, you're right, the stat, the cool nerds, but... Major perception is a big problem anyway. I feel like yeah, you tell someone you're major and they either, immediately either put you on a pedestal or they discount you. Mm-hmm. And if you're not STEM at this school, it can be kind of rough. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Because it's cause a STEM school. I was about to say, the entire school is kind of engineered around engineering. Boom, bars. Bars. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I definitely – um. There, I, I know, and I've heard people, like, make fun of them, obviously. And, like, even I've partaken in the jokes occasionally. But, like, people who are, like, liberal arts, humanities, all that, it's, like, people assume sometimes that they're in that. Because they're too st- stupid to do something else. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, you weren't smart enough for science. Or, I mean, like, there's know, probably like, there are probably cases where someone came in to do sciences and they weren't cut out for it and they decided. But I might also say, like, um, I've met a lot of people who are, like, science majors who can't write. Yeah, you know, so, like, like it goes so both ways. bad at writing. There's literally, the, the school has, like, a whole wing of classes and sort of this, like, kind of, you'll hear it is, like, Getting the people in STEM to learn how to speak properly because a huge problem is that you can be smart as shit, but if you can't convey anything, then it doesn't usually end up yielding. Like, if you're yeah. just super smart, but you can't really talk or anything, in a company's hierarchy, you can only go so far mm-hmm. because you can't, you can't talk manage. in meetings or manage. or yeah. yeah, You'd be like a good workhorse, but you wouldn't move. Your upward mobility is limited because you can't talk to anyone. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think humanities – I do think, though – I think the one, the sneak, the sleeper major that probably gets a lot of shit that no one, uh, anyone who's in like business and administration, we just assume they're in the frats. Oh yeah, completely. And it's, <laughs> the problem is it's so accurate. Oh, it is. It's not wrong enough for it to not be a stereotype. It's like, hey, we're Kappa Kappa Kappa, no cap, we're 90% business majors. We're and, the KKK. Uh, temp- <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. And like, and we're 10% uh, economics majors. Yeah, I talked to my roommate. Jared, who's in aerospace engineering, yeah. but he's in the Army Division of the Air ROTC and not yeah, the yeah. Air Force. Which interesting. <laughs> interesting. But he said, uh, I tell him, I was like, ask him about like Pat's schedule. He's like, oh, Pat's schedule. He's like, Pat's schedule's easy as shit. His classes start late. He's a business major. Of course, he's drunk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Pat's their other roommate. Yeah, he's cool. I mean, I wa- I like went out to get some water and he can't. I saw him stumbling in the room and he was like. Like where you been? He's like, oh, I was at a Kenny Chesney concert yeah. in Greensboro. That that's a that's a weird subculture where um, and I think Pat is actually a country fan, but um, he's a huge country fan. There were people who lived by me who went to um the BB and T Pavilion, which is like it has like a bunch of lawn seats and all that. It's like a major concert venue. Yeah, where I'm from in Camden, New Jersey, and they would always go for the country concerts for two missions, to get wasted and hook up with people on on the lawn. He didn't bring anyone back. Okay, but yeah, usually I'm saying there was this weird subculture of kids like white boys. You from get shit faced at Kenny Chesney. Yeah, and like they didn't listen to country music or anything. Like, it's just they would just go. The crowd kind of yields itself. Like if I had a kid that like hated country music and asked me asked to go to a country concert, I'd be like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> if I was single, I'm prefacing that because that's important as a mm-hmm. man who's in. Yeah. If I was single and I was really desperate, I would do the same thing. I just go to a country concert. I don't think I could. I, I think I would like hate the music too much to be like yeah. into it. You know. <laughs> I mean, if little if little Nas X comes to town, oh hell yeah, I'm in on and that. performs that one song over and over. His old town road fourteen times in a row. Encore, encore, encore. Like Travis yeah! Scott with with uh, goosebumps. Yeah, he'll do it like ten times. <laughs> Um, well, the thing with Patrick that's interesting is he got shit faced with his his sisters are older than him, which yeah. is that's fine. His mom was there, too. Yeah. And his parents are cool. They play beer pong together. It's like, you know how, like, there's some families that they just drinking isn't a big deal. Yeah. And if their kids want to partake, they'll let them. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Not my family at yeah, all. Yeah, it's not mine either. <laughs> but, like, I think it kind of can work. Because from what I'm aware, I don't think Patrick's done anything terribly stupid. Yeah. But at the, 
I know because I remember a while ago, like LeBron's kids drink wine with LeBron, and people How get old are mad. LeBron's kids like high his school. His oldest right? kids like a friend. He's my brother's age, like yeah, a freshman yeah. in high school. I get they're kind of young, but at the same time, if he, if it's with their dad, it's like in a safe environment. It's and also, than them just I like, think it kind of introduces it to yeah. them in a way where they're yeah. like, oh, if I want to drink, I don't need to go do this stupid shit with my friends. I can just go kick it with my dad. I mean, I'll say like... Um, who's LeBron James, yeah, by the say, way. By the way, my father is LeBron James. But um, I was going to say, it's a thing in Italian culture, especially... I was going to say Italy. <laughs> more in Italy than America, because like there's laws in America that are followed. But um, where like people will be drinking it when they're like three years old at the yeah, table. they'll literally you know? have wine in their blood forever love wine in their sippy cup yeah <laughs> oh that's a i got wine I in my sippy cup. cup 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 oh my god <laughs> god um, oh uh, uh, yg's dropping soon do you hear about that apparently he's releasing an album early may is it called fuck lauren ingram it might be that'd be amazing he should have a song about that I think that's a good transition, actually. Yes, that is, yeah. That worked out. I didn't even play on that. <laughs> we're so good. Yeah, anyway, good. we've bantered about education degrees and whatnot, but let's talk about how Laura Ingraham, Ingram, Ingram, it has an extra A in it. No, I know, but it's Ingram. But who spells it like this? It's obnoxious. <laughs> it's like a... Uh, Mark Ingram doesn't spell it like this. No, but... but the, look, okay, cover the I-N. How do you pronounce that name? Oh, Graham. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> but still, it just looks stupid. Hey, this is my friend Graham. Graham. <laughs> it's like someone who's like got a very, it's like someone whose parents are really white and yeah. they've named them Gra- Graham, but they're like, you're Graham. Yeah. Like raised them in the suburbs. Really uh, woke. Just want, yeah. like, want it to sound like exotic. Yeah. I'm Graham. Um, but the problem with her and Nipsey Hussle is so. She was. She does this thing where whenever black culture is even remotely successful, she feels the need to step in. Yeah, like LeBron. We'll start with LeBron, who, by the way, um, so if you see her clip, she says it's a very, it's a barely intelligible discussion. Oh, I know, right? Which, if you so, listen to it, uh, it's a pretty clear discussion where LeBron, to sum that up, essentially was saying that the like the like kind of role model, you know, face of the country is the president. Yeah. And if he's not got his stuff together, it hurts the the yeah. image and the country itself which is a completely fair point which he's being yeah. he's not saying anything ridiculous yeah. and he was like yeah i'm not going back and calling him a bum which i think is hilarious That's, that is very funny honestly but then she called him intelligible and then she said shut up and dribble and then she said to think that shut up and dribble is a dog whistle statement it kind of is because First of all, you called him intelligible. That's more of a dog whistle. To me, for me, you said he didn't make sense when he clearly did. Yeah. And then you said shut up and dribble. Because it does two things, right? Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. What people need to understand is it wasn't directly racist, but it is playing off certain racial stereotypes. Yeah, exactly. Don't you think? Yeah. No, I agree. Oh, sorry. Your level's okay? Oh, yeah. I I turned mine up a little bit. I just noticed they were a little softer, I think. I'm sorry if I've been blasting your eardrums. Oh, no, no. I think it's just because I'm talking a little quieter than you, I think. Okay. uh, So I'm just, like, leveling it. You're not as close to the mic. Exactly, yeah. Anyway, um... It's like, first of all, you're there's this thing of like people like there's there's always been this racist thing of like black men are less intelligent mm-hmm. and then black men are only good at sports. Yeah. So when you call Or like yeah, like it's like, you know, you see the you see a black guy in first class in the flight and like a lot of people say like they get asked like, Are you like a rapper or an athlete, things like that. Yeah. You know? Or like they have a nice car. Yeah, and they'll be like, Oh, like, who do you play for? <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh But the thing is, is like she does that mm-hmm. and then she so she essentially touched, by saying what she said, she had touched on two racial, like, 
thing biases that have been out there that yeah. black people aren't as smart, and if you're a black athlete, you're just an athlete. Yeah, and it, it, it and like you're saying, dog whistle. It kind of like dog whistles to like white nationalist alt right type people that like would be like, yeah, I agree. Like you know, and these, the problem these black is, athletes have to like stay in their lane, and especially stuff like that. in the modern era with any athlete. Athletes have become in the modern era so much more than just their sport. Unless you play baseball, then you are. D-list celebrity. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Unless you're like one of the big bigs. Not even, honestly. Mike Trout, can you tell me anything about him? Mike Trout is, plays for a bad team, though. I know, but he's the best player in baseball. I like, mean, I, I'm, that's the MLB's biggest problem. I hate to get in the side Marketable track. stars. Yeah, they have like nothing. They've not been able to market any of their stars. Yeah, well, really. A-Rod's fucking J-Lo, so we'll yeah. t- <laughs> that's that, that was like their last big we'll star. We'll that. You know? When, when Ichiro retired... Yeah. This year. That was like the last star of baseball. Yeah, but see, di- like most athletes, out. except for baseball, yes, are yes. more than just athletes. LeBron is a activist, an actor, activist, producer, yeah. whatever. So that she did that. A&R guy. Yeah, A&R guy for two chances. Good album. Yeah, good job. Uh, and, you know, A-Rod's not just a baseball player. He's, he's uh, the past been somewhat of a bitch, and also he's fucking J-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he's like a businessman now, too. Like, he's got businesses and all that now. Yeah. What um, else? She said something. Oh, the Grammys. She covered the Grammys. Did she it's, really? Yeah. I didn't hear about this one. She was mad because it was the year. So it wasn't this year. It was the year before. Because I think the year before was Reputation, Damn, 444. I think. And some other stuff. I think Reputation was eligible for this year. But the rest of it, you're right. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. Wait. This past Bruno. Grammys. It was the year that Bruno killed. Yeah. But like. I, I was gonna say I think Reputation wasn't eligible for this one because of when it came out because like the end of the year it was so uh, album yeah. of the year right uh, so album of the year okay my bad it had Lord but yeah, album of the year it. so she was talking because this year everyone made a big deal that there wasn't a white dude on the list right because it was yeah. Bruno Gambino Jay Z Kendrick and Lord um, my response to uh, no white guy being on the mix on the on the list step it up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think any there was any. There I, no one even gave like a white dude album that would have even deserved it. Um, the 1975 came out past the deadline, and that would have been like the one that I could be like, I could see that going for album of the yeah. year because I really love it. But um, mm. not. But here's so here's the issue, right? Yeah. She she toned in specifically on Jay Z and Kendrick Lamar, and what she did with Jay Z is she took the story of OJ, which I think if you're not no offense, but if you're white, you tend to kind of miss the point of the song. Because he says the N word a lot, yeah. and I get that makes me, if that makes you uncomfortable, I think that's fair. That's fine. But the thing you, is, if if depends on your reasoning, but okay. Yeah. She read the <laughs> lyrics and she was like, you know, house N word, all the the you know how, yeah. the, and she was like, how is she was essentially shitting on it, saying how could such explicit content be worthy? But I oh, think the problem up. is if you listen to the song, at least what I think the the, the point is in my interpretation is. He's saying, no matter what you are, rich, poor, house, field, drug mm-hmm. dealing, whatever, you're still an N-word to society. Yeah. That's like the unifying thing is they all, you're black. No matter what you do, you're always going to have that. Yeah. That weight or perception of being a black dude. Yeah. And that's sort of what it comments on. The only thing that you could arguably get upset about is the Jewish people thing. That's that's the more controversial Which, part. My that's opinion. more fair to me. That, I that's that. a little bad. That's that that's that shouldn't be he in the meant song. Well, but, uh, but and then was... Lamar humble the bitch be humble hold up bitch sit down and she was like, first of it's all, a banger. Let it's me a tell banger. You. It's a also, banger. like way to pick like his most mainstream radio friendly yeah. single. 
Why don't you get me uh, the lyrics from you, Laura Ingram, and like try or, and like on d- that call album, that. Duckworth. Duckworth. Yeah. Why? Duckworth? Or uh, even DNA. I know it's also kind of a radio element. single, but it's very good. Element. Yeah. Loyalty. Yeah. Like there's. If anyway, you want to see him get real sweet. So she did love. that, and now we've hit third. She's been shit for a long, a long yeah. time. Oh yeah. She was questioning Nipsey Hussle's legacy, and I'm gonna see if I can find a speci- the specific piece. Yeah. That she said. But, Aiden, you can go ahead and sort of give us the context as I find this. So, as we talked about in a few episodes ago, and as you've probably heard in the news, Nipsey Hussle passed away. Uh, he was shot and killed in his neighborhood outside of his storefront. And it was a terrible, terrible uh, tragedy. And his funeral was within, like, the last week. And, essentially, Laura Ingram decided to... Uh, Instead of, you know, being like, rest in peace, this guy was trying to make a change. Or just not talk about or him. Or just not talking about it. Because he doesn't fit your base, probably doesn't even know who he is. I, I, I guarantee, like, 90% of Fox News do not know who Nipsey Hussle was. Which is fine. It's yeah. not your base. It's not your thing. I understand. However, um, what she didn't have to do was come out and basically say, like, you know, call, like, make fun of him for uh, FDT, which he did with uh, YG. Um, which is an anti-Trump song, clearly. Um, very clearly. And the thing that's even more insulting... Uh, also, it said uh, she also said this year artist recently released a song called FDT, which it was like 2015, 2016. Wait, she said recently? Yeah. Which is fake news. It was like three years ago. Um, uh, it's First of all, he, it was released a while ago. Nipsey Hussle is on the song. Yeah. But to call it his song is factually incorrect it is a yg song off yg's album yeah yeah and um look she's making fun of uh the refrain of it yeah which it's 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 just fuck donald trump yeah and it's the reason it's like that and who it even repeats. says it is it do they both say it i know why YG, yg does yeah i don't yeah. Even think he says I, th- it. I think yg does i think maybe the last time they do it together but why the clip they used was yg and um when they're repeating the phrase over and over i think that it's kind of there to you know, drive the point home. Yeah. Also, however, the lyrics of that song encourage young voters to all the, the lyrics of the song encourage people to vote. Yeah. While it has an agenda, it also encourages people to vote. Yeah. Um, but the thing was, um, within that, she was making fun of like the lyrics for being like simplistic. She's like very creative chorus, you know. And, and she like, never on. once mentioned who he was as an activist. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't like, him, and also she played a clip, like I said. And she said it was Nipsey Hussle, and it was YG. Oh, the clip was not even of Nipsey Hussle. She was like, look, it's Nipsey Hussle. Which is so insulting to Nipsey. Yeah, and also she's laughing about this during... this is They were reporting that massive, like, a huge memorial service where, like, they yeah. shut down blocks upon blocks. Because this guy was celebrated. And then you're sitting here... She's being a bitch. Yeah. If you don't have anything nice to say when someone has just died, save it. Yeah. If you want to have a discussion about the person, save it a little bit, you know? And it's it in time. this case, you're not even right. Is it that much of a crime to make a song called Fuck Donald Trump? I know if um he made the song about Obama, she would not care. Yeah. She'd praise Here's it. The thing. I get like I kind of I kind of agree. I tend to agree. When people say like, you know, when people like like really attack political people, like too mm. personally, like ad hominem level. Yeah. Fine. He said, "Fuck Donald Trump." He didn't say, "Go burn in hell, you bitch." I hope your family <laughs> dies. Like he didn't. They they just said, "Fuck." It's like a joke song. They're making fun of him. Yeah, 
but the song the song isn't a joke. The song is like delivering no, the song a message. Is making a joke about yeah, him. Yeah, is making, making a joke him about like a joke. him. Yeah. But they're not really going to ad hominem. Mm-hmm. And it's not enough to be like, oh, this one song, this that song, this one song completely invalidates every good thing he ever did for this commu- for his community. Yeah, which is ridiculous. You don't have to agree with that political stance in that song to still acknowledge that he was a guy who was doing a good thing in his community. Yeah. He's done more for any community than Laura Ingram has ever done for anyone in her life. Yeah. Completely Honestly. true. Honestly. I can't tell you like what Laura Ingram has she's done not for even anybody. The, she's not even the most popular Fox News host. No, she isn't. She's the most popular, oh, you want to get fucked by the industry? Come get it. <laughs> um, you know who is the most popular one? Yeah. Take a guess. It's got to be Tucker, right? It is Tucker, which is terrible. Because Tucker basically goes on like a white nationalist rant every single show. Yeah. We're going to move off Laura, but I do want to yeah. say something about Tucker. Yeah. So I, I've i kind of gotten back into watching John Oliver because for a while, especially during his Trump coverage, it was so annoyingly left-leaning. It the was jokes um, weren't hitting for me that yeah. I just kind of had to leave. It was too repetitive was my yeah, biggest thing. Part of his appeal is he covers topics that don't get the usual coverage. Yeah. So when he covered, uh, he covered like internet shaming, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I saw that. And he yeah. talked about Tucker Carlson was getting shit for. We we talked about this, I think, on our podcast. The comments about defending the dude who fucked the little girls, yeah, and yeah, all that. Shit. Oh no, no. As Tucker clarified, he didn't do anything to them. He married them to grown men. <laughs> oh my bad. That makes it okay. My you bad. have to realize. My bad. My bad. Idiot. Research. Yes. Clearly. <laughs> how how could I not understand the difference between? Being the pedophile and grooming them. Yeah, exactly. To pedophiles. Come on, dude. Come on. <laughs> this, like you R know what Kelly. this is? This is slander. This is <laughs> this is, is live. You're gonna get taken down like TC. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna you're done. Your career's over, Vasan. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I'm gonna go out. Tucker Carlson's face looks like spoiled milk. I'll say uh, Tucker Carlson's a white nationalist. Please take me down for that one. <laughs> yeah, Call that ahead. slander. Tucker yeah. Carlson looks like the caricature drawing of a racist person. <laughs> If you're like, draw a racist. Let me throw a little bow tie on it. Tucker Carlson. I, I miss the bow ties, though, Tucker. Yeah, That used I to be your too. thing. Come on. Back you're, when you're on you're, CNN. Where's your brand? Where's your brand? You changed it to straight old ties right now? Oh, you know why? Straight. Straight. Yeah. <laughs> but he said. Straight and old. How, so Tucker Carlson came on and was like, the great American outrage machine strikes once again as innocent families having dinner. Or see their phone bombarded with text and phone calls. And then John Oliver funnily said, first of all, no one has ever had a pleasant dinner with Tucker Carlson. <laughs> if it's, who do you want to have dinner with, dead or alive, it's Tucker Carlson, dead. But <laughs> That's a good one. I like the that. point is, is like, he, he, I think it's funny that, like, instead of, like, sometimes you just gotta, like, if you, like, keep your cool and like engage with it respectfully he could still be wrong but he would get a lot less shit for it than yeah, being yeah. a baby about yeah, it yeah yeah exactly you know like in general like i feel like if like some of these these people on tv would just like be a little more calm and less mm-hmm. of a dick when they're arguing stuff yeah. they wouldn't get fucked up they'd still get shit on twitter but no like, definitely yeah they wouldn't get like you can't get memed if you're not that emotional oh yeah yeah i mean like like um Think about this way. You ever see Brett Bear on Fox News get, like, stuff thrown at him? Yeah. It's because he's, like, it's like it's because he's, like, a normal, like, conservative commenter, you know? I just remembered something. Did Tucker Carlson make fun of some CNN guy? Probably. Was it Chris Haynes? He's He definitely has made fun of a CNN person at some Hold point. Hold on. We gotta find this. Yeah. But you keep going. 
We're just having we're just fucking with Fox News because it's easy content. Yeah. Um. I also have to say, whenever Vasant starts looking things up and then he says like, "You keep going," I get panicked. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, "What am I going to do on my own? I'm not used to this." But don't worry, I'm going to be the Justin one of the group. So we're so going to get used to. We're going to. Uh, yeah, because you're the favorite member. <laughs> um. So we're uh. So Jesus, Jesus. No, this is Mero. Mero of yeah. Jesus and Mero was banned on Twitter for a while. Wait, was he really? Yes. Oh, I didn't fr- know that. And I, I want to show you why, because oh, it has yes. to do with the shit with Chris Haynes. <laughs> you see a lot of him saying, the Yankees are the go yardigans right now. Suck it, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Yankees took a Boston deep. They fucked him up, right? I they saw did, the yeah. score. It was bad. It was like 8 It was like 8 no. <laughs> <laughs> There's he, another tweet out there. It's he just takes so, like, the piss out of Boston fans. Oh yeah, well you have to. They they won the they won the world they won the World Series last year. You have to. Uh, I need a give me give me. I'm trying really hard, but we have like the shittiest mouse right now too because mm-hmm. it's the Mac Mouse. Oh, here it is. Because April seventh is when he got kicked off around here. May I say the Mac Mouse is the worst mouse? I hate the Mac Mouse. Yeah, that's why they even even in our library they replaced the Mac Mouse. Yeah, there there are like standard mouses plugged into the Max in the library here. It's amazing. I think we're getting close. He's so active on Twitter. Wow, super active. Yeah, there's like a bunch of tweets per day from him. He was in a Twitter jail for a while because of this tweet I'm about to find. Maybe also, a lot of people him. called him the N word because he well, was making fun of Fox. That's gonna happen if you make fun of Fox News. You would probably get called it, and you'd be like, "I'm Indian." What the? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I want. I'm... You want to read that? You can read that. <laughs> so, first of all, someone called him. So, someone said, "You're not a monkey. You're an idiot." Thanks. <laughs> no need to insult monkeys. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, and then he said, "None of you. This is Marrow. None of you gun polishing sister fucking neckbeards have Twitter abbeys that are your actual face. That's a basic requirement if you're gonna talk shit. Go fuck your mother's tombstone. Oh my, that's crazy. I had never heard someone say go fuck your mother's tombstone. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. Okay, so here's how it happened. So, yeah, Tucker Carlson was, like, bullying or making fun of Chris Haynes. So, Chris wait, Hayes who's Chris Hayes exactly? Uh, I'll give you a picture of Chris Hayes. This guy from CNN. Oh! I I remember him making fun of him. He was, like, calling him, like, like uh, a... No, it was, um, he was, like, a feminist or whatever, and he was, like, you know, if we keep going down this route, everybody's gonna be, like, Chris Hayes, and he was saying it, like, mocking him, like he was, like, a you know, an unmasculine man or whatever. Oh, my God, Twitter, I have to scroll back. What is this? <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. basically, he said, like, you know, it's, like, oh, we're all gonna wind up like him, and then a bunch of, like, reporters came out and were, like, you know, it's, like, hey, I like Chris Hayes. <laughs> so, Miro tweeted, yo, at Tucker Carlson, you are wild, wild, wild pussy, and I got 10 racks on Chris Hayes watching you handily in the parking lot at Bay Plaza. No gloves, no rules. You're a fucking herb dog. Nobody a faux news. Damn, I like Wants that. problems. Fall back before you get your bow tie spun 540 degrees with an open hand face <laughs> back. That's and amazing. This dude tweeted out, the biggest talkers are always the biggest cowards. Fake tough guy. That's in reference and Mero to Mero. Said, Dead, your head shaped like the brave little toaster. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Stop trying to ride my wave, you fucking bozo. And oh on closer inspection, he's he, right. He does look like a little toaster. <laughs> and that, twi- that tweet got him kicked off Twitter for a while. <laughs> oh, Twitter never changed. It's amazing. How much would about the Dan Bongino show is very right? Very, you mean correct? Yes. <laughs> 
Also, wait, it's a top five podcast in the country? Thank top you. Top conservative podcast? Okay, top conservative podcast. That's no, not... these aren't conservative podcasts, though. Oh, wait, open up the picture. Oh. Well, I'll be... Th- well, uh, I can't believe that. Look at that. Serial's <laughs> still up there? I didn't know they still made shit. Yeah. So... I guess um, we're listening to Dan Bongino soon. Oh my god, the Celtics are down 11. How'd that happen? <laughs> so I have a bunch of tabs pulled up, and I had the scores pulled up just for the fun The Celtics of it. were up 2 at halftime. They're down 11 now. I cannot have anything good for me. Hey, the Pistons aren't losing my 40 in the second quarter right now, so that's <laughs> good, good for them. Don't worry, they will be. <laughs> but we talked about Nipsey Hustle, so that's an easy transition into Joey Badass and his comments on Nipsey Hustle. I don't yeah. really think this warrants much time because yeah, I, yeah. I don't really see a big deal. I think it's fair. But uh, but uh, if you want to go ahead and just read his quote for the hell of it. As soon as we lo- lose a person like that, everybody want to jump on the bandwagon. He should have been able to see the fruits of his labor. If we got to show love, we got to spread love. Fair. Yeah. And then Fair. after that, he said it's essentially, I'm just going to skip through the quote. He said, yeah. it's, exp- it's like important to show appreciation for your artists, people, friends, family members. And it's important to just not waste moments, you know, do what you can now while they're still here. And I think some people were getting upset. He, Joey Badass is probably not talking to you if you did appreciate Nipsey Hussle. He's probably calling out the real thing that happens. It happens even when national tragedies happen. Yeah. When people talk, but they don't do anything, or they weren't doing anything beforehand. So like, Or Nipsey they barely Hussle, knew about the guy. Yeah, you, know, it's you like, barely knew him. They were you like, didn't listen oh, to I, Victory Lap. I or heard care. about him, you know, like that. Like, you know. And then they'll be like, yo, he's a great guy. It's sad. Like, it's not bad that you're showing. He's not saying it's bad that you care. Yeah. He's saying that try and do that while these people that you find that you like that are positive forces are still around. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he's trying to say. I think just the quote, stop jumping on the bandwagon, makes it seem like stop mourning him if you didn't fuck with him already. But that's the media. They'll just clip that. Yeah. And, you know. What he said was if you don't, if it's, if you're bandwagoning, like, you know, like, I get everyone jumps on the bandwagon, but try and do it while people are still here. Yeah. yeah. He's not so much saying don't care about him now, but he's saying, like, it would have been nice if he had this while he was still around, yeah. which I think is fine. I think it's fine. Great take. I think it's fine. <laughs> Great take. That, I think that was, like, our softest take we've had in, like, I mean, I don't know podcast. why. I think people are upset just because they probably don't click to the article or the interview oh, yeah, they just and see, like, see what it is. Don't jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. They're like, well, you don't want us to respect this article. Also, I kind of want to watch this interview at some point because it's the, it's the whole Beast Coast thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't wait for, like, whatever they wind up coming out with. They have, like, another single out. Do they really? Left Hand. There's another one I didn't get around to, get around to listening to. Um, uh, I only have one topic left. I don't even know if. Oh, I was just going to quickly talk about, um, we were talking about the Samsung. Oh, yeah, <laughs> as I'm looking at my Samsung right now. Yeah, Vasanth was telling me earlier today that the Samsung uh, Galaxy S10 no. is coming with a new feature that's kind of cool um, in, like, a technology aspect. It's actually really cool. Um, you can now charge that phone mm. by with another Galaxy S10. It's sort of like, you know, those wireless charging pads? Yeah. It's like, if, it's like that, but, like... If the other phone was doing it. And from the ad I saw, it also works with any of the more modern Samsung That's cool. cabinet of devices. Cool. So your watch or See, whatever the will hell. Will it explode? 
That is a problem. That's a problem. That's some, when, you do whenever, wonder if the two heat. Yeah. The when heat, Samsung releases a device, we now have to question, will it explode when I use it? But the ad, the problem is the concept is pretty cool. But like, and it works in the sense, because I know a lot of families buy their phones as like yeah. a bundle. So yeah. everyone gets the same phone. So in that case, if you're like out with your fam and like your phone or your mom's phone's out of power and you have a lot of battery, like, like I got you mom or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like this premise is like. I got you mom. Him, your phone. <laughs> I just like how they make like, a... wait, who's Joseph? Oh, God. Mom, why'd he text you a picture of his pee-pee? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> then that happens. Yeah. No. Cheating spouse is about to get exposed <laughs> by this feature. The ad was like random people would be like, oh, you got, oh, your battery's low? I got an S too. Put it there. <laughs> he puts his phone down like. Yeah, like that would happen. Oh, that's how guys are going to Pe- pick up girls now. Oh. Girls with s think of that. Yo, babe, your phone low on juice? I got the juice. I got the juice. The juice is loose. <laughs> I've been watching uh, The People vs. O.J. Simpson. Yeah, really? Is it good? It's good, yeah. John Travolta's terrible, but I love him. Really? Oh, he's awful in it, but he's amazing. Because, like, he, he, he's, like, overacts to such a degree where it circles back around to me believing it, where I'm like, oh, because he's playing a lawyer. And he's just, like, this super, like, schmaltzy, like, you know. He's orange, isn't he? It. He's a little orange in that one, yeah. <laughs> like, completely overdoing it, you know? I love it. It's great. But um, what I was saying, though, uh, was, like, <laughs> what you're saying is like the fact that like you're just gonna be at a bar or whatever you know and she's like oh my phone's run low and then you're like the bartender's like hey pulls out the S10 I got you buddy or the rich people are like I need to buy an S10 to charge Charged my S10. S10 instead of buying a portable charger <laughs> the thing I don't Dude. get hey like, bro can I have a charge hey, it's like oh sorry I can't I thought you brought a portable charger no I brought my second S10 <laughs> plugs them together <laughs> my thing that I'm kind of I wonder is like is it gonna create fights like Yo, bro, I'm at like 25%. Can you give me a charge? Yo, I'm only at 45. What the fuck Dude, are you doing? We're give gonna, me that fucking phone. We're, we're both barely going to be over 30. Like, what are, you gonna, like, what are we going to do Give me then? the fucking phone. <laughs> Dude, dude, we're going to be barely over 30. Ah, give me your energy. Yeah. Ah! I, I, I just see like, you know, just, it's like Goku asking for energy for the spirit bomb. He's just like, ah. He's like, <laughs> Samsung owners of Earth. Give me your energy holding his phone in the air. And then, yeah, they're all yeah, just linking like, up. Linking their phones together <laughs> to create like a nice Samsung yeah, just, floor. It's the Samsung bomb. And then they all blow up because Samsung phones just blow up. <laughs> oh, man. I Bro, love it. It's a cool feature, but like, oh, yeah, some definitely. of the marketing was kind of funny. Like I think they assume that there's too much good in humanity. Like I'm not going to – battery life is precious. I ain't going to go help someone with a 15 damn percent. I, I, don't worry. Um, next, like uh, if you wind up, you know, if you and Elise ever – break up not that i'm hoping that happens don't worry i'm rooting for y'all um i'm gonna you know what we're gonna do we're gonna clean you up we're gonna go we're gonna go clubbing me up i'm not on anything yet no no i mean like you know get shower like you know you're gonna like shower up get like the nice clothes you know you know what i'm saying like clean up dress up yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and we're gonna bring we're gonna go to a club probably still life because it's the only name of a club that i know around we'll go to the ugly monkey it's the gay bar we'll have a great yeah. time it looks like it actually looks like a really fun place I'm shout out the know. ugly monkey yeah we we walk by it a lot. It seems like a fun place, um, but um, not a dirty monkey. No, it's ugly monkey because okay. we thought it was dirty monkey. It's ugly, ugly monkey. monkey. Got it. Um, yeah, we'll go to a club, and we're just gonna find the first girl with a Galaxy S10. I'm gonna be like, hey, your charge low. Yeah, your charge low. I can give you a little pick me up. Just slide it off. <laughs> <Yeah. table. laughs> I'll be like, no, and I'll be like scouting for you. It's like you got an S10. Ah, so is my boy right here. You need a charge? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boom. Easy. 
it's it's a cool feature, but my god, the the idea that random people are gonna like look out for each other's battery life. People are so overprotective about their phones to begin with, and I'm saying this as someone who's overprotective with their phone, even though I do nothing wrong with it. Like I just still like uncomfortable yeah, with other same. people on it, you know. And what's gonna happen is it's gonna be like a thing. It's like, yo, here, put your phone on mine. Yeah. Yo, why why is your phone face down? Why can't mine be the face down? You think I want you to see all my business? It's like Lil Spoon versus Big Spoon. It's like, why can't I be the Big Spoon for once? No. It's it's some dude's girlfriend. It's like, babe, why 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 is your phone always on the bottom? Can't mine just be like, what do you have to hide? Babe, my phone will be the base. Babe, you're always on top, though. And what's going to happen is someone's going to get a side hoe text when the phone's flipped (laughs) up and charging. If they're smart when it's charging like that, the screen is dead. It just shows I the guess, battery uh, life. I guess uh, this new uh, thing brings a new uh, definition to phone sex. <laughs> Boom, bada, bing. Good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be here all week. That's <laughs> so why we don't get any sponsors. Oh, that's a sponsor-worthy joke, I think. Yeah, brought to you by Dollar Shave This Club. is brought to you by Samsung. <laughs> yeah. We love this new feature. Yeah. Watch it like in like two months from now. We'll have a Samsung sponsorship. We'll be talking all nice about new feature. We'll be like, wow. Like, Aiden, put your phone down. Wow, we'll just record. Well, while we're recording, we can charge our phones. It's like, wait a minute. Ah, both of our phones are low in battery. Only one of us has a wire. No problem. <laughs> wait, what happens? If, so you plug your phone into charge, and yeah. then I put my phone on top of your charging phone. I think it charges both, I'd imagine. That's wild. That'd be actually pretty cool. It's a feedback loop. Yeah, it is. Oh, I like that, yeah. This is the future of America, people. That's actually cool. Like, that. that's actually kind of cool. If only me. people could do that. Hey, bro, I need some energy. I got you. Hug. <laughs> I just, I was just about to, like, laying face down <laughs> on top of each other. Let me lay, we're, we're, I don't want it to be gay, so I'm going to lay face down. <laughs> Yeah, and you just lay on top of me, but you dick up, <laughs> dick up. Understood? We're doing back to back, back to back. Remember when Lil Wayne said sixty nine ninety six? We're doing the ninety six. <laughs> Let's do it. It's like, do you feel this love, bro? Yo, bro, I feel all this love. Yeah, man, I love you, man. And I feel the energy. You got, yeah, you got a charger though. It's like, is that charger in your pants? You just happy to see me? <laughs> I'm like, is that a, is that a dock? <laughs> is that a dongle? It's a dongle. Oh God, I just. I mean, some would argue the hug is the human equivalent of charging someone up, but... Depends on the person. Depends on if I want it. I've met people that just don't like hugs. I like giving hugs. I'm, I, I like hugs, I mean, but... what is that noise? I don't know. Is that the wall? Oh, wait. It's the table. It's the computer squeaking against the table. My bad. I've been leaning on the table. I don't think it's your... I didn't know we got a squeaky table. Yeah, we have a squeaky table, apparently. Uh, anyway, what are we at? <laughs> we fucked around to a, almost 50 minutes. Wow, we're good at this. We're <laughs> so good at... Uh, bullshitting to get you fuckers to listen. We gave you that good content. Actually, always. we're pretty close to 100 streams. Are we really? I think we're in the 80s. Oh, that's amazing. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Thanks, guys. 86? I forget. I, I love all y'all. Right Maybe now. within like two episodes we'll get there. Yeah, for real. Maybe not. I'm saying if not this one, next one, we definitely would. Oh, y'all are awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we really, really do appreciate the like kind of almost like somewhat. Yeah, I look, have we grown a bunch? Probably not too much, but I think there's somewhat We've consistent. We've picked up a few, but yeah, not Yeah, we've like, got like yeah. a consistent listener base, and we pick up a few extra listeners on episodes and stuff. Yeah, yeah no, I so appreciate that's all that's always y'all. good. Oh my gosh, y'all are amazing. You know that? Yeah, we love you. I, I thought we would be down to like one listener at this point, and be me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even listen to all of them sometimes. I listen to pieces of them just to make sure the audio is fine. I typically listen to them just because I generally do enjoy we, it. Last I checked, which was like two days ago, we were at 85. That's awesome. That's awesome. I and uh, that. Elise's friend Laura asked me 
about the podcast. I guess she was curious, and I showed yeah. her the numbers. She was like, oh, cool. I'll follow you guys. Oh, thanks, Laura. Shout out to you. So, yeah, shout out to you. So we do have – yeah, and, like, I know it's so millennial to be like, yo, bro, check out this podcast yeah. I found. But if you honestly think that someone would be interested in just hearing us bullshit around because we're somewhat entertaining and we have a good rapport. A good rapport. Who said we have good rapport? Someone said that. I, that's not, I didn't come up with that critique. Someone did say that. Whoever did, I Thank love you. you. I love you, yeah. I love you, too. Has Danny been listening? Danny's been li- He's catching up right now. He's on episode, like, 10 now. Yeah, bro. Get that. It's like, fuck Game of Thrones. Binge on half and yeah. half episodes. <laughs> no, that's really what he's doing. He's binging to catch up, which well, I appreciate I that. think it's also because he doesn't sleep, so you need that's something true, to yeah. listen to. Danny, you're probably going to hear this in the summertime. <laughs> I hot. hope you're having a good summer, man. Yeah. Hot. Probably sitting there without a shirt on, like <laughs> usual. Speaking of hot... Fire is hot. So yes, it is. And you know what fire did? What it fucked up the Notre Dame or Notre Dame? That's very insensitive. <laughs> look, look, look! I de- I tried to segue. Yeah. I don't really. Ha- I'm not really like. I'm not one of those people who's like happy it burned down because they're like, yeah, fuck the Catholic Church. It's unfortunate <laughs> it burned down. Okay, chill out. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's unfortunate because there's just like it's a lot of history and like it's know. a huge deal to France. Yeah, to France. It's not even country, just a yeah. Catholic thing. It's a French thing. Yeah. Do they ever figure it out? Um, it looks accidental. Is it because of the renovations? I imagine so. I would yeah. think so too. Yeah. For a wooden structure, the fact that this hasn't already happened already, mm-hmm. like this is the first time it's really gotten burned like this, right? Or yeah. at all? Yeah, it's pretty fucking wild for a wood structure, like a mostly like with all the supports and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I have no, I'm not. Insensitive segues and all. I no one was hurt though. That's good. That's yeah. That's the thing. That's like some stuff. It's the, the thing that the thing like when we get down to it, the thing that's fortunate about this is that no one was hurt. We probably lost some. The spire fell, which is unfortunate. But then the main piece, the like the main structure is still there, so it's rebuildable. It's not like we're building from scratch. Scratch. Yeah, and the donations have poured into an insane amount. Yeah, but there is. I do have one qualm with the donations. Yeah, it's the U.S. donating as much as it has. Yeah. Yeah, when we got our problems here. Yeah, like, here's the thing, right? I don't think there's an issue donating, but there's a few problems. First of all, for a country that at this point has this agenda of America first, Yeah, this seems like a weird time to make an exception. Well, I, I told you earlier today, I think um the reason Trump wants this is kind of like his bargaining chip later. Yeah. Which, of course, he has to win re-election, but he potentially has enough. I mean, he has like, a good shot at it, honestly. It's better shot I than honest, I think people think. I'll say that I don't know how good yet. We'll we see. can't say. We but can't it, say it's too early. If you if you think that it's like like I know when he first got elected, I was in high school and I was stupid. Yeah, I was friends with people who were way too liberal, but <laughs> I was like, ah, he ain't gonna win again. But like as I've kind of like f- kind of matured on that front, yeah, he's got a very real shot to win again. Don't it's, doubt his chance at winning again. I was gonna say yeah, like um. This is an endorsement from the Half and Half podcast at all. But um, I think, like, it's a little more likely than people give it credit for because I talk to people and they're like, oh, he's he's gone and this. That's the thing. Like, he's not gone. You have to – here's the thing, right? It's like sports. Yeah. When you play a bad team, they don't just roll over and let you win. Yeah, In yeah. the playoffs, when you play an eight seed, they don't just let you sweep them. Well, the thing that I laugh at is it's the same mistake people made with Hillary. Where it was just like, oh, she's going to win. Yeah. You can't, and then, like... <laughs> nothing in life... Whoops. Oh, there's not, very few things in life that are, like, guaranteed. Death and taxes. Ben Franklin. Yeah, for yeah. real. Shout out Benny. Yeah. Keep Shout it real. B. Frank. B. Frank. B. Frank. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Frank, B. Frank. You know yeah. that. 
Yeah. He was fucking the hoes in the brothel, so. <laughs> That's true, he was. He was not frank with his wife. We know <laughs> That's that. That's all we know. He cheated on his wife It's a lot. kind of poetic that the hundreds are what you throw in the strip club. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> that man's giving to, his, to, like, past his own wife's fan. Yeah, but, um, no, I... <laughs> You, we need, as a society, we need to stop assuming that just because we think it's not going to happen, it won't. Yeah. It, it's, it could happen. It and because well of that, if you want to vote for him and you have your reasons, fair. Yeah. If you don't want to, but you shouldn't just blindly vote for someone else, do your research. Yeah. And don't be like all the people who are, especially I feel like the BuzzFeed type publications who blindly like people like Kamala Harris because she's a person of color. And a woman. Yeah, yeah. When, dude, her prison reform shit's pretty... Mm. Oh, I, I think, um, in my sketchy. opinion, in my opinion, if you do vote on this, like, I get that. I think um, voting up for someone based on their race and gender is not a good idea. It's pretty dumb. I think that's a bad idea. I understand people being like, well, it's time. I get that. But if it my my thing would be, do you want the first person of, like, a fir- the first woman or the first this? Yeah. You want them to be good because if yeah. they're not good and they don't do, they'll always get critiqued. But like if Hillary won, I don't think she would have been a good first female president. I think she would have been a fine president. I don't think she would have been great. I don't she, think she like, may have been a one termer. You know? Yeah, I mean, I feel like you want the first female president to be like stronger. I I would like the first female president to be great. I yeah. would like for her to be amazing. I don't think Obama was perfect, but I think he did a pretty good job as the first African-American president. I agree. Yeah. And as a human being, he lived up to the expectation. Mm-hmm. And as a president, while sometimes he was a bit meh. There were some there were some things I disagreed with him, yeah. I mean, he inherited a receding 2008 economy. So. And he did a good job with that, all things considered. Yeah. But I think when you vote, inform yourself. Yeah, I agree. But to go to loop all the way back, I think with the funding in the Notre Dame is fine. But I think the issue is there's so many issues here that mm-hmm. are underfunded. Like yeah, Flint got funding, but how many years did that take? Five, just about. Yeah, Puerto Rico, still waiting. Yeah, and the black churches in Louisiana that got attacked, still waiting. Like I'm saying, like the well, Notre I, Dame. I, don't, I doubt they'll even get it. The Notre yeah. Dame, they'll probably get fundraising, which is good. Yeah, fund. I'm saying government money. Yeah, they'll never. The Notre Dame, big deal. Yeah. But you got to worry about some of your own issues. We have an American territory and a city in a U.S. state that mm-hmm. finally got funding, but it was too long. And it was $77.7 million to the like the proposed $700 million I saw floating yeah, for, around. Yeah. And then there's programs that are underfunded here. Education. There's issue with health care. There's issues yeah. with education. Like, to just send all that money to Notre Dame, it does look good, and it, it could play to this long got-you-in-my-back-pocket game. I'm I'm just picturing the um I'm just picturing the Breitbart article about you now saying like uh co- college student stands up for America first. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. I think and I think it's he's been acting a bit kind of against what you'd expect with the whole yeah. sanctuary cities thing. That doesn't necessarily surprise me. It kind of does and kind of doesn't align yeah. with what he does. Yeah. I will say, I think it's funny how he took what Cher said as an endorsement when I don't think it is. No, it's not at all. It's literally her saying, I want immigrants, but why the hell should I be the only city? And he's yeah. like, I agree with Cher. You're the reason that LA is probably going to be one of the few cities that has immigrants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Well, okay, I'll specify to you, illegal, not, like, illegal that are here illegally, not, like, every immigrant. I just want, like, <laughs> yeah. he's not saying let's scoop up every it's immigrant sort of like and drop them refuge, into. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... They're it also sanctuary it's, it's also bad because I get flashbacks to like the Japanese internment camps, and I'm like, hmm, yeah, <laughs> not you gotta good. Be careful. You gotta be careful with how you do but this one. I think I don't know. I think I personally do believe. I've always kind of 
especially now. Yeah. I don't like how we try and be the police. Yeah, of the entire world. Yeah. I think we need to worry about ourselves. That was here. a very George Bush era thinking was we have to like police the world yeah let's take care of our own shit let's fix some of our own issues let's keep our because you serve your constituents first mm-hmm. so keep your constituents happier yeah. the, first the the argument though is like the our constituents are also the world countries too to a lesser extent though in my but that's where yeah. i think you yeah that's around. that's what i say it's it's a, it's a difference of opinion depending on who you ask i think it depends on the severity too of what we're yeah. policing like if yeah. it's like a, if it's like world war type shit then i think we probably do need to oh, get yeah. our if, shit if together. genocide's going on a different country we should step in you know but if it's just a matter of like something like the notre dame or some other sort of like yeah. issue that happened it sucks and we mm-hmm. can maybe send some aid but yeah. more aid than what we are providing to our things. own country yeah. that's i was gonna say that's where it gets a little ridiculous because like Again, let's think about, like, the difference in Flint and, like, you know, uh, Notre Dame. No one died in Notre Dame. We, Flint we, has, has long-term effects. Yes. I'm, I'm scared for the children that are growing up in Flint. Yeah. and Because I, I don't know the health factors that are going to play into yeah. it. I'm not a scientist, so I'm not going like, to say muddle, I know everything. Not a traditional scientist, yeah. I guess. We're still in science. <laughs> Data scientists. Yeah, boy. <laughs> um, yeah. Also... I guess one more thing, because, like, we're probably... I mean, do you have anything else to talk about? Music-wise, Kevin Ab... Yeah, Ventura's the only music. And Abstract, we're not doing until he releases, I think. Yeah, I didn't realize that Arizona was, um... Arizona Baby was, like... It's an EP, so I say we just wait till all three come out, maybe. Yeah, because he's releasing an album, like the Denzel Curry model. There's another one coming out this week. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, uh, in case y'all don't know, Kevin Abstract uh, released the first part of his three-part... EP series of uh, Arizona Baby. Yeah. The next, next part's Ghetto, Ghetto Baby. Baby. And yeah. then I don't know. The third one doesn't have a sure. name yet. I'm not sure yet. He'll probably announce it. Yeah. Um, essentially, he's doing what Denzel Curry did last year with... Uh, kind of, yeah. Yeah. With the three um, acts of Taboo. But his yeah. draft, not weekly. It was like three days in a yeah, row. Yeah, yeah. His was uh, part one, part two, part... And then the final part was, I think, the Friday. Yeah, we- yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, Kevin Abstract is doing Friday, Friday, Friday. <laughs> yeah. Here, did you hear the new song he released? Baby Boy? Not bad. It's pretty good. I like that one. He's not. Yeah. It's not bad or anything. It's good, but like, you. I mean, to be. I mean, it's not a bad thing. You can tell the influence is three stacks. Oh yeah, it's yeah. three stacks all yeah. the way. Yeah. Also, don't make fun of Kevin Abstract's teeth. Poor I guy. know. I. He said he was gonna get braces. I was like, I feel bad. I feel bad because he's like, I thought I'd be less ugly if I got muscular uh, I or know. went to the gym. <laughs> and then he's like, I need to fix my fucking teeth. I feel bad because Kevin's got those insecurities, you know, and like it's like I'm, I'm insecure. Yeah. I, I, I get it. Like, I, I understand he's grown up with, like, a tough, you know, he's had a tough go. Um, growing up uh, growing up the way he did, I understand it's tough for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, we talked about music. Let's close it out with an album review. We have one this week. I right? feel like we should get theme song for the album review, but we'll work on that another time. Yeah, we'll figure <laughs> it out. I'll just, like, bash some keys on, like, the keyboard next to me, and I'll be like, uh, album note. review. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'll edit it in for this one. We'll try it out. Oh, lovely. We're into the the music blog. This is the Batman music. Anyway, we're doing a Ventura, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, my our boy Anderson Pock. This was apparently recorded pretty much with Oxnard. Yeah, they both are cities that represent important times of his life. Mm-hmm. So he said he did. He said he didn't release them together because there would be too many damn songs to perform on tour. Yes. <laughs> so he said he just held Ventura back, put Oxnard out first, and then he followed it up with Ventura. So I'm gonna see if I like quickly sidetrack. Um, qu- I'm going to try and see uh, Anderson Pock in Philly when he comes by. Yeah, he'll be here in Raleigh. Yeah. 
Oh, speaking of another concert, I'm gonna we'll, we'll like talk about the details later. Black Keys are coming in November to Raleigh. Oh, that'd be dope. Yeah, we'll talk about the details later. Yeah. You know, the the, mm. the monetary aspect yeah. of the podcast. We don't make money. However, off this. however, Blue Apron, Dollar Shave Club, SeatGeek, the Black Keys, us. the Black Keys sponsor us. Yeah. Um. So, how do you want to start with Ventura? Where are we gonna? Um. Okay, I'll just kind of like say like my listening experience of the album. Um, I'm gonna pull up the track list myself too. I will say I love Anderson Park. And here's the thing, I'm I will say I'm not gonna give the number, but we both have favorable opinions about this. Yeah, yeah. But for me, it was a very like good, but almost like good, but not very impactful listen. I I agree. Makes yeah, sense. I agree. Like I was like, oh, I can tell this is good. It's just not hitting me though. I would say um, that might just be like my where I'm at as a person right now because that can affect things, but I don't know. No, I kind of agree with you on that one, but um, I have a slightly different opinion, like slightly. So I went through the first couple tracks on the album, Come Home. Okay, never mind. Come Home is, is the first track on the album, which is I thought was okay. And then You don't Nick, like the three a, stacks feature? Uh, no, I'm, I like I like it. Um, but I thought the song as a whole... Yeah, you know, it's like it's like it has good elements, but I felt like it was. It was just like, cool. Eh, it was okay, yeah, it was cool. It was okay. However, I'm a man who exudes cool. Yeah. However, I was also gonna say like the first half was like weak or whatever, but then I realized I was like, oh yeah, make it better is the second song on the album, which is the best song on the album in my opinion. He's gonna have a child for that song. Oh yeah, I will. He's told me. I'm conceiving to that song. So, I I will become pregnant to our that lucky song. Lucky lady listeners, you know what you're doing. You know it. Um. Yeah, I'll be pregnant after. You'll to be that pregnant. One. I'll be pregnant. Um. But that's followed by Reaching Too Much, Winter Circle, Good Heels, Yada Yada, which are all good, not great songs, you know? Yeah. Same thing with um the same thing with Come Home. They're all good, not great. And that was where I was like I was like, okay, yeah. you know, like I, I, I like it, but I don't love it. However, King James and Onward, so it goes King James, Chosen One, Jet Black, Twilight, What Can We Do? Really good stretch. These are me. all on my best of 2019 playlists now. Uh, I really liked King James, which is a single. Yeah. What Can We Do? Nate Dog Forever, man, that voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't you forget. Yeah, I know, right? But, um, yeah, no, seriously, I uh, I think it's one of those albums where, like, the back half of it was really strong. And that's honestly what, I, personally for me, I think that's what happened, because it comes on and it's just cool. Yeah. For a while, and then it ramps up to being like, okay, now that, that we got some shit going. Yeah, now. like, I, I thought, like, um, the first half was good. The back half was great. It was great in the back half. It really picked itself up yeah, for me. Yeah, like, there were songs on there, like Twilight, which I was, like, really grooving to. Um, yeah. My favorite one's still in the first half with Make It Better, which um, I think is as fine of a song as Anderson Pock has ever released. Yeah. The unfortunate thing with him... How about that Smokey Robinson feature? Very subtle, but good. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it it, it really adds to the effect of the song. You kind of hear it in the hooks and stuff, and you're like, oh, shit. want to make it better. In that little, like, low tone. Yeah. Very nice. I think an unfair problem with him is he gets held to a standard of Malibu, which I think most people would say is his best album. Yeah, so far. Yeah, and I think... I think he has potential to do better than Malibu. It's just, it's hard to. Yeah, Malibu was like a, oh my god. Yeah. Malibu has one of the best bops, I think, of his career. Come Down is a bop. Oh, Come Down's amazing. So much charisma mm-hmm. in a song. It's ridiculous. But the thing is, the thing is, it's it's unfortunate. Every Anderson Pac album that comes out is like, oh, shit, it's Malibu, right? Yeah. And it's never... He's never been terrible. Like, his, I think most people... 
for me, his his like lowest rated project, if I had to rate them, would be the No Worries one. But that's a seven for me, so it's not even bad. That would probably be my lowest, but for me, it's like an eight still. Like it's a low eight, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, you know, it's like it's like it's like teetering between the seven and a half eight territory. But um, it's I, not. It's it's not like Aaron Sapak has ever released any bad material. It's just he's held to a standard that I think might kind of like. The hard part I've made sure to try not do this is like your perception of his albums gets skewed because sometimes you're like, okay, Malibu, let's go. But if you can pull up the album rankings list, because I realize you're in the drive, right, just right there, um, from last year, because I just want to say something about like how like the quality that Anderson Pock does. Um, Oxnard was the number ten best album of the year for me last year, and it was an honorable mention for me. It was like close. He yeah. was vying for pole position and i know there's some people who have problem have problems with oxnar i like i don't think it's perfect i just really like it but um he's held at a very high standard is what you learn ventura will probably either find its way into the top 15 or at least be honorable mention i bet it's gonna be honorable mention for me i i bet it'll be an honorable mention album for me i personally like oxnar better but i also get why some people don't you yeah know? i like ventura a little better but they're very close they're not yeah. like it, you can kind of tell they were made together because, from a quality perspective, I find them to be relatively close to one another. I agree. Yeah. And the only I th- difference is Oxnard was um, more hip hop. More hip hop, and the great songs were kind of sprinkled in. It wasn't like, like a straight up like yeah. cool, and then the whole back half was just great. Yeah, the track list of Oxnard was like was like good to great to good to great, like kind of like it kind of was like a wave yeah. where exactly. like Oxnard was like two like Ventura had two sections. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's the thing. Like we're like oh. He's not really peaked from Mal- Mal- Malibu. If we were still doing this, if we were doing this when that came out, would probably have finished for me like I think it would, probably one top three. It would, yeah. If Malibu came out this year, it'd probably be like my best album of the year. Yeah, I, like that's what you have to kind of realize. It's in like that nine point five ten category. It's literally at least a nine for me. Where like barely any albums touch. Yeah. And meanwhile, his other efforts are all at least top 15 efforts or honorable mentions. Yeah. So, like, his discography is solid. It's just, I think, it's a good album. Don't go into it expecting an album. Go into it to enjoy more funk soul Anderson Pac, and yeah. you'll have a good time. Yeah. I gave it an 8. I gave it an 8 as well. I think it's He's great kind of been an 8 artist. Yeah. Yeah. Which, consistency. He's literally, he's got, like, what I, gave, what I gave for Little Sims, who I gave a 9. Yeah. Where it's like, it's good. There's just with Little Sims there was just a little missing and with Pac there's like a little more missing for me but it's still good. Yeah, I think so. um, I think I slightly prefer Gray Area to Ventura personally. Like yeah. slightly, they're both eights. But I like, think for, I think Gray Area is more tight. Yeah, that's that's really where it kind of comes in there. Um, it but similar to like what I said with Gray Area where I was like, again I didn't give it a ten even though I really didn't find like flaws with it. It was just kind of like I was like it could have been like a little more. You it's felt like, like you it feel was like missing. it's not quite there, but you can't even like put a finger on like what it was that yeah. it was missing. That's similar where the to subjective Ventura. nature yeah. of music criticism. Exactly similar to Ventura, where it's like I don't find many flaws with the album, but for whatever reason, the song quality on some of the songs are good, not great. Yeah. I didn't think there was a bad song on Ventura. It's just sometimes it felt too cool, almost. Yeah, yeah. I will say, as far as his future releases, I have heard that he's doing something with that band of his, the Nationals, yeah, yeah, and I'm looking, I would like I'm to hear that. That'd be kind of cool to hear, because I want to hear the side of instrumentation that the band brings, along with his vocals. Pox on the drums. Yeah, which is He awesome. always is, I think. Yeah. But we'll see, but look, if Anderson Pog drops, it's going to be a good week for music. 
Because it's not going to be a bad No, time. yeah, definitely. It's it's definitely a better week than uh, Nov and Logic. <laughs> that was a rough time. That was terrible. And to the one dude I saw since Supermarket is better than Ventura. <laughs> if you want to argue that Supermarket tries to be more experimental, I mean, yeah, yeah it's yeah, more no, it's different. More, it's more experimental. It's just bad. Yeah, just because you try to be different doesn't mean it was good. Yeah. Pac knows what he's good at, and he does what he does in his lane. Yeah, yeah. And I saw someone tweet. He's like, you know, it shows that Pac's kind of almost standard for quality that, like, Ventura's probably one of the better like albums of his genre yeah and we're still like ah, oh, he can do better yeah no exactly it just shows kind of like the potential he has and like how what he has bro he's like, he's young and he's young in the game he gonna be he gonna be making good music for a long ever. time yeah well i think we've kind of come to a close yeah i think so um on this nice wednesday night edition of our podcast yeah which we recorded for you all because we're gonna be Kicking it this weekend out of town. Yep, we'll be uh, in Mary, North Carolina. Where, where the mountains are, lo- are. And where we are local celebrities. <laughs> yeah, more Aiden than me, but I'm like, <laughs> that's always the case. But, uh, hey, yeah. Don't worry. You're not bad yourself. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm honored. Yeah. But, uh, Here's yeah. Bad, you kid. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We will be back. We should be back next week. Yep. And... As we get closer to the end of the semester, I think we'll kind of maybe bring up kind of what our plans are going into the summer. Yeah. But that's maybe not – now is probably not the time to talk about it, at least for this episode. So, Aiden, do you have anything you want to say? I just want to comment on one last song that came out recently that I'm really liking. Yes, go ahead. Uh, song 32 by No Name. Good. I think that might be the best beat she's ever had on a song. It's a good song. It's, it's a very subtle, low-key one, but the way she rides it is, like, perfect for her. Yeah. No so. Name, very good, by the way. Oh, yeah, No Name's an amazing rapper. If y'all don't listen to No Name, listen to No Name. Did we do. do a best tracks for March? We did, right? It's been a we while. We did, yeah, we did. Um, I, I guess April's coming up. It's been a while, but I'm just... Yeah, wow, that was a long This time weekend, though, though, while me and Aiden are in the car, we will have plenty of music to listen to between Lizzo and Cage the Elephant. Ooh, yeah, listen to Lizzo when she comes out. Cage the Elephant also give that a listen, too. I'm, uh, I think Lizzo is going to be great. I'm a little worried about the Cage the Elephant release, but we'll see. We shall see. Yeah, I've got just a few doubts about like some of the songs they've released so far. So anyway, that's all I have to say, Aiden. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Have a good week. Uh, for those of you in school, uh, good luck wrapping up the semester. And we will see you next week. And uh, for my fellow Christian Americans, uh, happy Easter. Yes, happy Easter to yeah. the Christians. And uh, help us help us get to 100 streams on Spotify while you're I would at love it. That yeah, happy Easter. And also, um, for the people that do not celebrate. Happy day off. Just have a good yeah, just have yeah, a good time have with a your great extra long day weekend. Off. Yep. Okay. Well, bye y'all. See ya.